we come up with fresh ideas, new game designs uh, all the time. We are hard workers. I think by like being in Turkey between Europe and Asia brings some extra cultural points. Also, uh, life in Turkey always pushes us to... Is Turkey the new Silicon Valley of mobile gaming? Hello and welcome to Mobile Heroes Uncensored. Today is road trip day, kind of exciting, except it's a virtual road trip, but hey, it's still a road trip day for mobile heroes. And we're going to the land of the Bosporus, Istanbul, romance, adventure, history. Unfortunately, yes, virtually. We really, really need to actually go, Peggy. One of these days we will because there are super interesting things happening in the Turkey tech scene. Zynga bought five Turkey-based developer studios over the last four years, and Turkey's government actually compensates developers for App Store fees and Google Play fees, which helps, of course, boost local investment and profitability. So there must be a lot that's going on that's interesting. Peggy, who are we chatting with today? It is where the action is, John. That's why we have our special. And we have two guests. We have Batuhan Avujan. He is founder and managing director at Mobidictum. Mobidictum has grown to become the biggest game industry news and events platform in Turkey. And Batuhan is the textbook growth marketer. He's into growth. He grows games companies by helping them with strategic decisions and partnerships. His colleagues call him a growth marketer, a doer. He likes to fix problems. He loves a challenge. And he's in the right place if he's with us today, John. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you for hosting me. Uh, thank you, John. Happy to be here. Excited to talk about the scene in Turkey. We'll be waiting for your questions. Our second guest is Utku Altunkuran, user acquisition manager at Kindly. He is a growth marketer, UA marketer, but his company is really interesting because it's not games, although he does have a games background. The company produces fun, educational, and exclusive content for kids. And not just the typical fair, not just like the fairy tales. It ranges from yoga and mindfulness to respect for diversity and animal rights. Now, Utku started his career as a UA specialist in Wixot Games in June 2019. And since then, he has had a focus on casual games. Now his focus is on brand and building awareness in the app economy and in all the countries where his app is available. Welcome to you both. Uh, thanks for the intro, Peggy. Uh, great to be here. Wonderful. Thanks for both for joining us. This is very cool. It's always great to explore a new country, explore a new industry. We saw an article, I mean, Digiday said Turkey's becoming the Silicon Valley of mobile gaming. Why is that? Uh, Baduhan, maybe you first. John, as you mentioned, like mobile game industry has a blossom would be a gross uh, underestimate for the last uh, few years. As you mentioned, like Zynga acquired the companies, there's been like a lot of investment coming up, you know, government is helping with the acquisition and uh, we have a lot of techno parks, which uh, helps with the tax reductions, easier for companies to, you know, uh, get new employees. There's a lot of side events, uh, talks, webinars, summits to grow the, the game industry. So 
this is uh, how it's growing right now. Utku, what are you seeing there? Um, as John mentioned, the Turkish government uh, has been compensating and promoting technology companies uh, which match the criteria. That is a huge and game changer policy for all mobile app developers and publishers, uh, which has an operation in Turkey. Recent years, uh, Pick Games success stories have become popular uh, in there. Uh, this station drew more attention uh, to the mobile game gaming sector in Turkey, uh, in every aspect, for sure. Uh, Grand Games, Masamo, and recently uh, Dream Games and Rolex success stories are empowering this scene. Uh, more investors and mobile experts realize the great potential uh, of Turkey for mobile, mobile games development. Uh, as a result, uh, we are seeing new gaming companies start their journey in Turkey, uh, and the ex existing ones uh, gradually expanding their teams. Sabatuhan, you're not only bullish about Turkey, but you are really inspired by what's happening in the games industry. You've said it has, quote, blossomed to be a gross understatement. In a scant few years, Turkey has comprehensively, you're so modest, comprehensively defined itself as a global leader in the hyper-casual game genre. What do you mean by that? We are quick thinkers and uh, hypercasual is uh, something that uh, needs quick thinking. So we come up with fresh ideas, new game designs uh, all the time. We are hard workers. I think by like being in Turkey between Europe and Asia brings some extra cultural points. Also, uh, life in Turkey always pushes us to, you know, come, come up with the quick fixes, you know. We are talented people, uh, Turkish people love to play games uh, ever since uh, all, the, all the kids are playing games, you know. Quick problem uh, solving, quick thinking, uh, interest for game design, hard working. When you combine all these uh, ingredients, I think we have the right recipe for the hyper casual especially. And this is how we uh, are successful at some point on top charts in the top 10 free download there was a uh, six turkish game companies this is uh, this is huge you know and i think it will keep uh, growing in this way nice so you're building games for the local audience also the international audience uh, maybe if we look at the local audience first, uh, Uku, maybe bring you in here. How do you describe the local audience demographics and dynamics? The local population uh, differs among themselves in many ways. Uh, I, must I must state that uh, the young population has a, a significant share in the total population. Uh, the young population of more than 20% uh, of Turkey's population holds great potential, uh, especially for mobile games publishers. Uh, we can say that the young population closely follows the trends and developments in the global world uh, and is easily influenced by them. Uh, the vast majority of Turkey's population of more than 84 million uh, spent a significant amount of time uh, their phones uh, in their daily in their daily routines. Um, we can give different examples of time spent, such as uh, playing mobile games, 
uh, shopping on e-commerce uh, apps or spending time in med meditation and sports apps. Um, it is critical for mobile apps marketers to segment users in line with their own activities. Nice. And of course, you're marketing to parents, right? Because you've got kids focused apps. What's working in Turkey to get their attention and build their trust? It is an important point, point to build successful long term strategy for Kidly uh, and other mobile apps, which are mainly targeting the parents. Uh, we are aware of this and uh, we are mainly trying to highlight our app's benefits and advantages for the parents and their kids. Uh, you have to show these parents that uh, your app is going to solve some of their problems, uh, minor or major issues uh, which they are facing. Also, we're we are trying to explain to the parents that the app is completely safe for their kids. Um, Teams are always keeping improving apps content, features, and other related stuff with the product. Product, And we are trying to highlight uh, brand new features in the UA. Um, we are trying to convey this approach which the company has uh, to the users in the most suitable uh, and unique ways. Uh, creating marketing assets and digital marketing posts uh, with this direction is helping to acquire right users and also empowering the brand awareness in general. Uh, I believe almost every successful and outstanding apps have unique features. And in my opinion, this is one of the most powerful weapons for the marketers and they need to use these features in their UA activities, UA works. Uh, of course, we are also trying to adapt to that. So you have to spell out the benefit of your app for a content app. I want to just go back to gaming for a moment and you, Batuhan. What does it take to engage? The population is quite young, but still, what does you need to know to engage and acquire players in Turkey for your games? Big companies have a budget, right? And uh, there are a lot of different channels to acquire users, get attention of the young players. First of all, influencer marketing, for example. We we might be in top charts on the Twitch as well. Our, our Twitch influencers are also <laughs> doing a pretty good job. Uh, a lot of you know, like young populations following Twitch YouTubers as well. So they are influenced by influencers. That's why, that's why we call it influencers. Right? <laughs> hey, that fits. How does that work? <laughs> But this is uh, this is one of the main channels. TV, like sometimes uh, for the big companies, I see TV advertisements. So this is uh, still something going on. Obviously, we uh, PR. Okay, the readership is not uh, that high anymore. But uh, through the gaming outlets like Mobidictum, uh, time to time we have like the pre press releases of new games and so on. Hmm. Events. Uh, there are two gaming events, like gamer focus events, and uh, you know. Not all the companies are joining to this one, but larger companies like Tencent, for example, is showing activities on uh, on this type of events. Of course, digital marketing, right? Uh, like Facebook, Instagram, uh, especially TikTok is uh, picking up right now. Facebook usage among young population is decreased, of course, but TikTok uh, is picking up. But I think uh, 
the main return is coming uh, from the influencer marketing with uh, there are some uh, projects like uh, a couple of influencers are gathering they have like a new video not just playing the game but like a music clip you know, you know like the in really interesting projects that are coming up they do giveaways giveaways are still uh, really popular you know uh, i would say influencer marketing I just want to interject there for a second. What channels is that influencer marketing mostly happening on? Is that mostly happening on uh, TikTok, on YouTube, um, Snap? Where is it happening? Twitch and YouTube. Snap is, uh, I don't think it's that popular. I haven't seen any uh, Snap campaign, to be honest. But the Twitch uh, and YouTube is the most popular right now. So you're talking about the opportunities, the channels in the market. What's your top tip, Batuhan, for advice for marketers who are coming in and want to crack the Turkish market? I mean, working with the local partner is obviously important, right? Like someone understands the culture because uh, the culture is really important. Like how will you address to, to this audience? Turkey is not entirely Europe and Turkey is not entirely Middle East. It's somewhere in between, you know, so the, a local partner will understand what's good for, uh, for the brand and uh, create a strategy accordingly. You know, I would go and um, talk with all the partners, not just uh, stick with the one and, uh, you know, talk and understand like if the needs are uh, covered and the, the brand will have a, a good fit, you know, through agencies or you know, like with local partners who just does PR or influencer marketing, uh, you know, and definitely trying to understand the market by yourself is also important to see like if the, what the agency is telling you and what your understanding is similar, you know, but after all, understanding the culture and the ways of the doing marketing would be my number one tip. Mm -hmm. That's and one of the reasons I want to visit Turkey. It sounds so interesting. I mean, a mix of cultures, right? At the Bosporus, always that trade and that, that influence of ideas and uh, the long history of, of empires that have come through there have created a totally unique country. Um, Uku, maybe to turn to you, um, you've had an interesting switch, right? You're a marketer, but you moved from hyper-casual games to a subscription model. What was behind that um, and what allowed you to do that? Of course, uh, making this move involved risks, um, but the idea of running campaigns uh, for a different revenue model got me super excited. Uh, I gained valuable information uh, while conducting marketing activities for casual and hyper-casual games at Wixot Games. Uh, I was sure the experience I gained with SOT would be of great benefit to Kidney's purposes. Uh, the fact that the Kidney team agreed with me at this point uh, it's accelerated our decision to work together. Uh, in addition, uh, knowing, knowing that I would work more significantly at Kidney with branding dynamics, uh, which are generally less important in mobile game marketing activities, uh, had a great had a great and positive impact on my decision make decision making process so utku when you transition from hyper casual to subscription that's a big change 
because hyper casual, what do you have them for a week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe a little longer if you're super lucky subscription, you want those people for months, if not years. How did you change your tactics to make that work? The revenue model of hyper casual games is based on getting results in a short time and maximizing profits. Uh, in order to achieve this, it is of great importance to catch the CPI values uh, determined by taking into account the country-based CPI benchmarks in UA activities. Uh, in casual games, uh, on the other hand, it's possible to see a more flexible structure in CPI values uh, by emphasizing the importance of LTV-CPI relationship. Uh, in the activities I carry out, uh, I focus on increasing profitability by combining the importance I attach to producing unique creatives for hyper-casual games and the techniques of segmenting users that I use more in the UA activities while uh, I was driving users for in-app purchase and subscription revenue-based casual games. I'll move to you, Batuhan. You're talking about growing Turkey's game industry, which is huge. So it doesn't look like it needs a ton of help. <laughs> I'd like to understand, though, the types of content and campaigns that are working from your perspective, because you are not just building content, you're building communities. It's B2B, it's B2C. Yeah, well, <clears throat> it actually needs some help. I will just uh, add it. Okay, a little. Because uh, everybody you know, needs help. <laughs> everyone needs help, right? So, like peak games, right? The ones who left peak games have successful studios now. X peak, you know, finding an investment is easier, <clears throat> and you see, you see all the other. Games like Dream Games, Spike Games, you know, like uh, and all the other successes. But there are also a lot of companies and entrepreneurs who never been to gaming and they want to build a uh, game company. They want to be in gaming, you know. And uh, I think that's that's the part where Moby Dictum comes in and helps with the content and, and networking, you know. So through our website, you can pretty much find all the information from the beginning, like what kind of genre you should choose, or what can you do, how to grow, which service providers, publishers, you know, like pretty much if you don't know anything about gaming, Moby Dictum will be, will be there for you. We support that with events, right? I am a strong believer of networking. This is how I grew my company and myself through the countless of events, uh, standing by the wood for hours, uh, not sleeping, partying and waking up on the next day and say, oh, how was the party? But, you know, no, no one cares about the event that day. Uh, but th th this was my life and this is, this is what I would try to bring to uh, Turkish community because these things were not happening before. Like it, uh, it was happening at some scale, but... Uh, not in a, in a large way. So in that sense, yes, we are, we are building community on B2B space to help uh, game developers and anyone in the, in the gaming industry. You're doing a lot B2C, B2B. What's the coolest thing you are doing? Because a lot of companies in your space are looking at ways to experiment with the content. You know, I think of Samsung's update, pretty cool, right? A virtual influencer that presents the gaming news. What are you doing? I mean, uh, we had this idea in November while we had a team retreat 
and in the lobby i was like oh we should have a virtual reporter and start uh, covering news you know well that's samsung so they can implement an idea in the next day so for us it took a little bit time our focus shifted to b2b to be honest but on the b2c we, we had this idea of course uh, it's always better to bring in some value but i will just tell you one campaign that we did this was years ago when we were much smaller not even a you know, like entity back then so we labeled some pencils like as moby dictum brand right mm -hmm. and we put these out in libraries because every project starts with the idea right this was like a small campaign i mean we didn't target for gamers specifically but you know it, it could be used by gamers for your know, for gamer audience uh, not sure if it did something cool but we did a lot of tournaments you know on different games we did a lot of giveaways so we tried to cover content for their interest like how to do this in this game you know so basically whatever content we create is always for for the audience audiences need you know we had this cool. samsung's idea we'll do it eventually and we might do b2c events as well okay cool okay. um sticking with you Badohan, you've talked about influencer marketing already Besides that, what is the one thing that has delivered maybe the biggest performance uplift in Turkey? Maybe creative strategy, other things? We should ask this to, to, to game companies who sponsor those uh, major events. But again, like uh, smaller size of events or bigger size of events, I think that has a big return. Digital marketing, for example, you don't, especially for the games, which has a high in-app purchase, right? Those are the ones who are targeting Turkey. If it adds, you don't get much revenue, right? That's why like a company's uh, like Tencent, uh, League of Legends, right? Riot has an office here for years because, I mean, free-to-play, cosmetics, in-app purchase, uh, these are valuable. And when I look at back, like look back uh, all those years, these companies uh, had a lot of events besides anything else, tournaments, you know, like big prize pools, just to have like events at different scale. Cool. And uh, I think this is uh, how they keep engaging with their audience. And, you know, we like to win stuff, <laughs> especially money. Nice. So swag is universal, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. So I want to shift from creative strategy to localization strategy with you, Utku, because that's really important to build trust. You really have to connect with the parents of the children. What do marketers need to know about localization? It's often much more than the language. What is it for you? We can count uh, the successful localization among the most important factors in the success of a games or apps. Of course, uh, this is not limited to just translating the text. Uh, you have to take into account the users on a national basis, uh, also the cultural basis. It is a, a known fact that the performance, uh, it is a known fact that the creatives uh, with very successful performance in the US and Europe regions markets uh, can be far, can be, be far below uh, the expected performance in other regions. Um, in order to overcome this and achieve uh, desired results in these countries, uh, 
you need to localize both your marketing strategy and your product in the most accurate way uh, for the countries you are marketing, uh, of course. Uh, while while uh, doing localization studies for countries or regions where you have superficial uh, information about their cultural elements and sensi sensitivities, uh, working with experts who have knowledge about this uh, will help you to will help you to make uh, the right localization. Also, help you to develop your product effectively. Uh, in this direction and save time. Let's do our final segment. And we want to talk about top three tips for mobile marketers in Turkey. We do this every single time. We always look for marketers to give their top three tips for marketing in their vertical or in their geo. Barahan, maybe we'll start with you for one. Uh, give us one tip for a mobile marketer in Turkey. Understanding the culture. Mm. I think that will be the love it love it makes a ton of sense Utku, let's turn to you what's another tip for mobile marketers in turkey uh, i could say that uh, be unique be yourself take care of what users demand from you also uh, a strong branding image could help you to achieve your goals so don't neglect brand elements and branding factors uh, for your app Highlight the most interesting features, game mechanics, mechanics of uh, games app into your creatives. Uh, and lastly, uh, I could say try to stay away from personal bias. Excellent. Anuku, last words to you. One more tip for mobile marketers who are coming into Turkey or Badahan if you have one. For digital marketing, uh, you still need localization. I think understanding culture and localization, because localization is not translation, right? If you translate the content like you, from English by using Google Translate, you might end up in uh, <laughs> some serious damage. And we are pretty sensitive with some of our cultural points, you know. Thank you so much, both of you. It's been fascinating. It's been super interesting to dive into a different culture, uh, a different country, and yet a very similar industry with similar challenges. Thank you so much for your insights. Thank you, John. Thank you, Peggy. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed Thank you, Badhan. Thank you, Utku. And maybe now that events are happening and we're hearing that it's rocking in Turkey, maybe seeing you in person someday. Yes, 5th and 6th of September in Istanbul. By the <laughs> There's the invite. Awesome. Can't wait. Awesome. <laughs> and thank you to all listeners. We really do appreciate you. Hope you're enjoying it. Let us know on social if you are. And let us know if you want to come and we'll have you on the show. If you're a mobile hero or you know of someone who is, then fill out the interest form over at shorturl.at forward slash JKSKT. Also, Liftoff has a Slack for mobile heroes and people in the mobile ecosystem. There's a link on the screen. And if you're listening to the podcast, it's at info.liftoff.io slash slack dash sign up. It's pretty cool. There's smart people there. And you know what? They probably need you too.
And you have probably been completely blown away by all the insights on this show. And you want your transcript. And you can have it because the transcripts are over at Liftoff's website. Go to liftoff.io, click on Heroes, and then click on Podcast. I actually personally love transcripts because I read way faster than people talk. So that's a great way to get insights really, really quickly. Until next time, this is John Kutz here. Thank you so much for joining. And this is Peggy Ann Saltz signing off for Mobile Heroes Uncensored. <laughs>